Hello and welcome, everyone. Told you we'd be back pretty quick. Uh, this next episode, episode 12, we are going to talk about Batgirl. Today's shocking announcement that it was canceled. And not only canceled, it was completely shelved by Warner Brothers Discovery. Let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about what it could mean in the future of, of the studio. Obviously, this is a huge shakeup. No other studio has ever done this before. So let's get right into it. Ooh, that's weird. That's, I did it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, we're on the wrong side, though. That's what. There you go. I that feels. So. I that feels it. right. So that the first right. I saw of this, I knew that it was a thing. I had no idea how far it was. I saw the article on Variety that it was canceled. My big, I was blown away because the article kept saying like, they're not going to even release it on a streaming platform, which I didn't understand why they were shitting on a streaming platform that way, but okay. Um, but they said it will never see the light of day. They said they're not yeah. going to recoup any cost off of it. They got rid of it. <clears throat> what happened? What, when did all of this come down? So I think one thing that people need to talk about, like th think to understand right off the bat the cancellation of this movie does not for a second mean that Zack Snyder is coming back. It does not mean for a second that this, the Snyderverse is getting restored. It just means, honestly, there's a lot that it could mean. But what it means is that the studio did not like the project. Whether or not they didn't like the quality of the project, whether or not they didn't like the execution of the project, they, maybe they didn't like the, the fact that it existed in a semi-rebooted timeline, that's unheard of. But and it and it sounds like they're also not going with Michael Keaton anymore, correct? Like whatever. It kind of sounds that way too. And it feels um, like maybe this movie was a lot of that, so maybe that's why you couldn't even reshoot those scenes. That if that yes was the no. movie, oh, okay. this movie, Michael Keaton only had about five scenes mm. in this movie, and they weren't as big as a lot of people think. It was mostly Batgirl learning how to be Batgirl on her own, and then Michael Keaton intervening at the end. Okay, but. They cross paths a few times. There's some flashbacks and stuff like that, but I mean, you could technically re like refilm all of those scenes with a different actor, and it could still exist. Sure. But the point is, the movie cost the studio seventy to ninety million dollars to to make. It was like ninety percent done. Probably just it was finally it was like in post, right? Just, right. It's probably like in better condition than the Snyder Cut was. Yeah. And when they stopped that one, and um, they. They apparently a recent screening, they weren't happy with it. They they basically felt that DC as a label needs to exist on film in theatrical form. And this film wasn't enough to garner a theatrical release. And that to me feels like what their strategy is going to be to go against Marvel. And that Marvel is going to have cinematic stuff, but the TV stuff sometimes takes a really step back and it kind of dilutes the product. It sounds like if you are a mainline hero, it needs to be top shelf quality or it can be animated or it can be, you know, it can be a TV show, kind of like what they're doing with the that John Cena show, which is super great and really elevates and makes that world so fun. But the success of that show, I think that show is going to get a better budget the next season because of how successful it was. But it means that if, you know, when we're talking about Batman and Superman, that these things are meant for the big screen with probably 250, $300 million budgets minimum. Yeah. But like, 
there's so much happening behind the scenes. And I think what people need to also see this for is exactly what it is. The prior management, Walter Hermada, Toby Emmerich, all those, they had told Warner Brothers Discovery right off the bat that this is what people want. They want this semi-rebooted universe. They want Keaton coming back. They want the Batgirl universe. They want they want the Blue Beetle. They want no Henry Cavill. They want Supergirl. They want all this stuff. They basically told them the studio didn't the the audience didn't like Snyder's work. So we're gonna half reboot it and keep the stuff that they do like and reboot everything else. And then when they start doing that, the audience freaks out. The audience doesn't like it. And the Snyder cut releasing showed that the audience wants Zack's vision. They don't want Marvel light. They don't want DC's version of Marvel. They want Zack's vision. And what I felt that this this move was today was Discovery basically coming in with their big dick energy and saying, I don't care how much money you spent on this. It doesn't fit our vision for DC. A hundred, it totally feels like a boss move. The fact yeah. that they were like, oh, no one's going to see this. There's no, we don't want to have, listen, I think they're afraid of people seeing this and then being like, oh, well, maybe there's a better version of it if they would have spent a little bit. No, no, no. There's no money they want to spend on this. They don't want a director's cut of this. It doesn't fit their vision, period. And I think what's coming down to it is that they pretty much have like silenced these these entities. I mean, I I said before, and I think we're going to get into this on the Ezra Miller show, there is a group of anti-Snyder people at Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Jeff Johns, John Berg, Walter Hermata, Toby Emmerich, all of these producers, these people that basically took the Snyderverse away from Zack Snyder, uh, who clearly had everything to benefit from Zack not succeeding, now were in, had their hands in these new projects, in this new rebooted universe. They all were producers in these projects, and how producers get their money is from a successful project. Discovery comes in and destroys that project so that they get nothing from it. Right. The actors still get paid. The directors still get paid. The writers still get paid. Producers get nothing. Mm. To me, there was a rumor a few weeks ago that the the announcement that the Snyder Cut was full of like bots and all this stuff. All the, the Rolling Stones article from right before Comic Con that basically said that Zack Snyder was Lex Luthor of of masterminds that had planned to undermine the studio and did all this stuff. This nonsense hit piece allegedly came from John Berg and Jeff Johns. Wow! The people, the people that were fired wow. after the failure of Justice League, they're the ones who put out this hit piece. Wow. And allegedly, right? And, Al- and this allegedly. Comes from people, allegedly. And this comes from people in Zack Snyder's camp, like people who talked to Zack directly said, this is 100% those two. And then when that came out, we then get immediate news. Alan Horn is now back in, in, in the room. And then the boss move of boss moves, Batgirl gets destroyed. They went full full nuke on this thing. Full on scorched earth. This project will never see the light of day. And now makes you wonder if any of the other projects that they were working on will also do this, see this fate. I was just about to ask you, does this mean Blue Beetle ends mid-production? Do Blue they... Beetle finished production. They're at, they're in post right now. But the question is, does can it even Blue see Beetle the light exist? Of day? Yeah, can, can it Blue even Beetle ex- exist in the old timeline, or is there too much connective tissue to the other stuff? Oof. Because if there's too much of it relying on the old, of the the new rebooted canon, it may never exist. 
we may lose that movie too. Not wow. because, not for a second because the studio is vindictive, but I, like my buddy Ryan even said, not too much outside tax write-off, to be honest. Too expensive to turn into theatrical, too big to live on streaming. Personally, know the folks who attended screenings, it was moderately good to reception. It wasn't a bad movie, right? So some people are saying, oh, it was absolutely terrible. Some people said, oh, it was fine. But like he said, too big for streaming, too small for theatrical view. And the studio wants DC to be theatrical. But the the other part of it is, like I said, there are so many people behind the scenes that were trying to make this project succeed for their own views that the new management, who has no time for that bullshit, shut it down. Well, the shelving of it really is the big deal to me because we are, you know, all of these services are hungry for content, so hungry for content. And the fact that they won't even make an event out of this and pay for the PR because the money on this movie is not done yet. You have to then promote the movie. And yeah. in modern Hollywood, the promotion for these movies sometimes has to match the budget of the movie. Right. So if they spent $75 million making it, they got to spend another $75 million buying advertisements and doing it. And then maybe getting some sort of thing where they can do it. One of these other comic cons, but they obviously missed this comic con. Uh, uh, it's all better to just say, never see the light of day. Wow. Yeah. And whether or not it was a vindictive move to basically shut those people up, whether or not it was to basically just didn't work for what their vision was, whatever the real reason is, the fact that this new studio did this basically shocked all of Hollywood that this new management does not care. Well, because even the worst superhero movies, I mean, dog shit movies still come out. All of the other bad, you know, all the other slashed up Zack Snyder movies, even though that their theatrical reception wasn't uh, received well by critics, they still made money. They still yeah. did pretty well. I mean, that's a reason why we got more of them. So, I mean, they're not going to even roll the dice on this. They don't even no. want to know. And they don't want, I feel bad for Brendan Fraser. I feel like he probably did a good job. I feel like he's doing quality movies right now. And I feel like he got the short end. Honestly, of I feel really bad for him and Leslie Grace. Leslie yeah. loved playing Batgirl. She loved it so much. And I want to preface this again, regardless of whatever inner turmoil has caused this project to die, whether it be the studio fighting itself or some management fighting old manager, whatever the reasoning is, the cast and crew did not deserve any of the online hate coming their way right now. Mm. They so were hired real. to do their job and they did the job exactly like they were supposed to. You cannot blame them for doing this. Right. Right. And I mean, and the fact that you tell me, like I'm reading comments and some of the comments say, Oh, the movie was, I heard it was fine. And some people said it was, and I quote doo-doo water, but like, isn't this true of any movie going audience where you see you see a Superman movie and you're like, this is exactly it. I'm like, ah, it wasn't that good. I mean, so even audiences would be torn on this. Um, do you think that this hurts? Do you think that these, do you think that they have to do something to fix these relationships? Do you think she gets another superhero role? Do you think that they offer Michael Keaton and, uh, uh, do they? Do you think we get the third Batman trilogy with him and what's his name? I mean, I don't, because this is a big Maybe. deal to turn to go back on stuff like this. Yeah, and like my buddy Ryan here is posting out, Zavza made a point of walking back Emmerich's plans for HBO Max and the day one, the day and date 
formula. This was something that they needed. Honestly, I feel like the day and date system that Warner Brothers implemented with HBO is more problematic than anything else that has existed in Hollywood in recent years. Uh, if if somebody doesn't know what day and date means, what it what was what it, what would be the definition of what this phrase means? So this was when the studio decided that okay, Wonder Woman eighty four releases at twelve on Tuesday. It's going to be on HBO Max also at 12 on Tuesday. They basically said that you don't have to go to theaters anymore so you can just watch the stuff at home. And you saw spikes around these movies. Like a movie would release, someone subscribe, spike, watch the movie, cancel. There was nothing keeping the studio or the fans or anybody committed because obviously you didn't need to go to the theater if you could just watch it at home. And you could do that with a whole handful of people and save 60, 70 bucks in theater tickets. This was one of the most absolutely insane things that this, the previous administration did that it was just there was no way to fix it other than just to to to, to stop it like they messed up they they basically told the world that theaters don't matter anymore right right and since then like the rest of his comment the previous group they announced wonder twins zazlav killed it they announced batgirl now that's dead Blue Beetle is the next online. And whether oh. or not that happens, that may die too. And I hope it doesn't because I really did want to see that project to exist. But hopefully what Discovery does is take these casts, these crew, these people that clearly loved these projects and let them get another shot in a different setting, in yeah. a theatrical setting. Let them retool these projects to make them more theater bound. I That's what you. I want. If, don't don't if, give us the movie. Don't re reshoot the movie. Don't do that. Rework it from ground up. If you want the DCEU to exist, if you want that alternate timeline to exist, if you want them to all be freaking black series movies, let them be. Let them all be standalone. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know that just from this conversation, I smell blood in the water, and it's unless, not gonna end there either. And unless Blue Beetle is Unless Blue Beetle knocks it out of the park, like the movie is really good, and then the CG guys that they paid knocked it out of the park, and on top of that, like if all of those elements come together, maybe it sees the light of day. But Taylor, I don't think it's going to come out. I feel like if they're pull, if they shelve this pro, what what's the budget on Blue Beetle? About the same. No. Oh, that's why. That's strike unless- one. Unless they pull it out of out of nowhere, like we'll see what happens. But Ooh. just like Ryan's saying here again, I, Ryan, you should just come on the show and talk with us. Ryan, I will send you a link. Yeah, we'll send you a link if you have good information. But you have to have a light and a microphone so we can hear you and no, see you. No, this okay? is Ryan Unicomb. He's a filmmaker. He knows what he's doing. Oh, okay, good. Here's the link, Ryan. Anyone who wants to pop in the waiting room, go ahead, can. I will bring you on if I want to. But Ryan, <laughs> I want you on. Um, but the reality is Thursday the. The meeting comes where they talk about the profits of the system. That's where Hamada is supposed to basically talk about how successful DC should have been and how he failed in every regard. Sure. But the reality is they're killing projects because it is not necessary to, for them to exist. And it seems like right now, every project that's part of this alternate timeline, this post-Flash release timeline... They're all getting the axe. They're getting the axe. Which either means, A, Discovery does not care at all for this this timeline and me they're going to roll back and they're going to recut parts of the flash and they're going to 
just say to hell with it. Let's just let this be. Let's just go back to the Snyderverse or whatever they want to do. They can do whatever they want at this point. But it also means that they just don't care about the future of it at all. It means they could straight up just end everything and reboot DC as a whole after the Flash movie. Well, well, I don't Ryan's, care, Ryan. I don't care if you're on your ride mower. Take Ryan's the link was, and come on. Ryan's, Ryan's being an outside boy and living his life right now, so he can't come on to the no, show he, right now. He lives in Australia. This is like the middle of the day for him, like mid, midday for him. He's got um, he's doing his stuff. But it honestly, it could be the studio is gearing up for a total reboot. Mm. Total reboot. That means they don't care about any of the deals. They're wrapping up stories. But at the same time, why bother bring back Ben Affleck for Aquaman. If they're gonna, if they're gearing yeah. toward ending everything, why bring him back? Why pay for well, him to come to give back? him a new, to give him a new reboot, to give him the Batman he wanted, to give them Maybe. car blanche and start from zero with some of these things. Because if they want to end the Flash with the Flash being in that new timeline, they still can, and then they can still use the sequel setup to have him go back and fix it as it was. Or they could recut that ending and have Flash return to his timeline at the very end of the movie. Right. And have that movie be about his ride through the multiverse and going back. Right. Like, mm. that could be what they do. It could be just the grand learning experience. That he goes out, sees this world, makes all these mistakes, fixes it, goes back and says, and I now know that my powers need to be respected and I can't change time. And I would like to know, where does... Because all of these movies have gotten the boot. Wonder Woman 3 is for sure happening, correct? Even though nothing's happened. That's the oh, question. Is oh. is it happening? Is it happening in the way that the previous administration wanted? And that administration wanted a sequel to Wonder Woman 84. And However, Wonder Woman Patty 84 Gal, was garbage, was really and bad. Patty it was wanted it more awful. like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is: does the new management come in and say, We liked what you did with Zach? Let's bring that back. Or do they just say it's not worth it and just cancel it entirely? Oof. Yeah, maybe. That's the question. Because I feel like right now, if Aquaman and The Flash don't succeed, they won't see the point and they'll just reboot. Simple as that. I mean, everything. Like, I mean, you'll see everything get the cut, right? Right, everything. Just, nope, starting fresh. New Superman, new Batman, new everything, move on. Right? And I guess the, the starter dough for all of this then is James Gunn's next Suicide Squad because that maybe definitely no maybe you but think that's Suicide on the chopping squad, block? The Suicide Squad did not make its money in theaters. It mm. bombed because of the day one digital thing. Yeah, I did not go. to – I watched it at home and had a very yeah. nice. I loved and, the movie because I got to watch it at home over and over and again. And Peacemaker, yes, had great streaming numbers, but they did not see a spike at all in subscribers they did not see anything like they saw more people talk about it who already owned it but it's not like game of thrones where they're gearing up for like a full-on subscriber spike yeah and you can watch all of peacemaker and the suicide squad movie in a day and cancel your subscription you could yeah. just watch all of that and be caught up and be done with it right but game of thrones is what's going to attract people and i think what's coming on thursday is that they're going to either announce two things one they're going to fold warner brothers warner brothers are going to fold uh, Discovery Plus and HBO Max into one app or they're going to cancel one of the services or they're going to cancel there's rumors saying that they're going to straight up just cancel HBO Max as a service and just go back to saying HBO is a premium channel and HBO Go is if you have that premium channel they're going to go back to that old format to try to get people to pay for uh, cable subscriptions again? No, just to go back to that format because that format worked HBO Max has been this crazy experiment that really hasn't worked 
I like I like that HBO Max didn't know what to do and gave us oogles and oogles of amounts of content. Uh, yeah. I would love I like that app more than Discovery. I would like them to maybe fold that in there. But if they add the amount of content I think they're going to add on the Discovery side, that's a huge app. I mean, that's yeah. so much stuff. So some people are saying that HBO Max is getting canceled and everything is just being folded in Discovery. Some people are saying that both apps are going to be merged into one app and it's going to focus more on the Discovery side of things. It's very unclear. Discovery Plus Max? Discovery Max Plus? Why not just call it Warner Brothers Max? Just call it that. Just Or... Warner Discovery Max or something like that. They just flat out just just do that. WB but WB Max Plus. Maybe. I mean, I guess Disney. I guess Disney Plus is that's their they that's their yeah. deal. So you can't be plus. You Not anymore. Be I mean, Discovery Plus else. was yeah. already its thing, but they gotta change their name now. <laughs> yeah. They do, because I whenever I hear you hear that 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 noise or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. the reality is the studio does not care. They do not care what the previous group did because the previous group ran that company into the ground and they do not care. They have no qualms with canceling everything because the previous company paid for it, not them. Now, have they announced on the regular cinematic side projects they are moving forward with? Are there any? No. So we haven't even heard about, you know, no, Steve, not we don't bit. know if Steven Spielberg is doing a movie with them or not. You know what I mean? No, because they, Steven Spielberg was supposed to do Blackhawks with them, and that was announced like five years ago, and it's not moved an inch. Wow. But the reality is, Zaslav himself has already talked about how they, they're trying to find a new czar, a new superhead, a new boss for DC, which already implies that Hamada is out of a job very soon. And I, I feel like if that new head is a fan of Zack, we may see more of that. If that new head doesn't like any of it, we may see a complete reboot. But depending on who they hire is the biggest tell on what's going to happen next. But the bottom line is that no matter what people are on the internet are saying, people are saying, oh, Snyderverse is restored. It's not. People are saying, oh, Snyderverse is dead. It's not. Right now, everything is in a point of flux to an insane level that you have a company that just flat out canceled a big-ass movie as a way to check people's egos. Uh, how much money are they willing to lose? I mean, if they can't, I mean, how much money do you think they've spent on this, on the flash movie altogether? Already 200 plus million. So the, I, the, the notion that they were going to, if they want to reshoot anything is just more money into it. They can't, there's no way that there's movie no makes, way, right. It has to make a billion. It has to make as much as a Marvel movie. Right. And, the only way I see it working is if A, and, and mind you, there was some rumors that they already had Ezra come back and do some more filming recently. Mm. And if they did that, that means they recut the ending or they're just committing, they're just doubling down. But either way, unless that movie succeeds, it's done. That's it. Like if that movie bombs, like <clears throat> I, I want people to realize boycotting a movie does not get what you want sometimes. Mm. Because when The Last Jedi came out, fans were so mad at what Disney did that they boycotted Solo. And what happened? Solo literally killed the Star Wars cinematic universe. Yes. We got a bad Obi-Wan Kenobi show. That was supposed to be a movie. That didn't happen. All of the Star Wars ideas for movies, it all got ruined because yep. Solo tanked. The Boba Fett movie died. Yep. 
the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie died. And then we got the last we got uh, the Rise of Skywalker as a course correction. Right. But boycotting one movie does not get what you want. It's like holding the studio hostage and saying, I want what I want, and the studio just says, No, then we're not gonna get anything. Right. Like they they don't it's like Tropic Thunder. They don't deal with terrorists. They just move on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and especially and, with these problematic movies and, you know, the the Snyderverse fans are very real, and they're real people with real accounts that aren't bots. Yeah. Um, Twitter has its own problems with bots, says Elon Musk, so I don't know. I think that there is lots of bots used on the internet all the time that – the fact that we would say that this is more egregious than any of those other things, I don't think that's applicable. Um, yeah. These are very real people, but at the end of the day, they hold the, per- the, the studio holds the purse strings. And if they don't want to yeah. deal with anybody, they'll just say it's all over. That's it. It's all done. No more. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the truth. I mean, what's probably going to happen is that you have these announcements that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery does not want to move forward with any original films on HBO Max. Because they want their films to be tentpole theatrical films. They believe in the theater system that much they're willing to let original films die. <clears throat> but TV shows are another story. We're still getting Game of Thrones. We're still getting all of that stuff. They're, they're still moving forward with TV. TV will still exist on this platform. It's so funny. You've said that twice now, and I didn't put that together. Right. War- the Discovery got in there and said, no, 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 no. Game of Thrones is definitely happening. And it's yeah. happening. They want that franchise to continue. More yeah. so and than some of this other stuff. 100%. And I think that's and that's the thing that people need to remember. Like, So some projects may still survive. Peacemaker may still get another season. Uh, the Amanda Waller show may still happen. The uh, Titans may still get another season, even though they're obviously filming another season. So that may still happen. Doom Patrol may still happen. All that stuff may still exist because those are shows. Those are geared for a different audience. But they're not going to rely on that that platform to tie into things. They're not going to do the Disney Plus thing where they're like, oh, we have to have 20 shows to match one movie. They believe in theaters. And they want their tent poles to be tent poles for a reason. So projects yeah. that should be a theater project will 100% be a theater project. Mm. But that's where the big the big question comes from is that how much are they willing to lose how much I are mean, they willing to scuttle it feels like a lot and i'm going to let you know if they'll throw 75 million dollars out on a movie that's almost done maybe they just cut it now with blue beetle and not send it to post production at all yeah. and don't maybe. do don't do adr don't do anything i mean it's pretty that's pretty crazy like everyone's like, oh my god, they're going to reboot the Batman. Matt Reeves's project is safe, but what's probably going to happen is that instead of greenlighting three spinoff shows, they greenlight one, which was which is what happened, which is what we yeah. talked about. There was supposed to be three shows. It's just going to be a Penguin show, and I bet that Penguin show is only maybe five or six episodes, and is yeah. maybe the length of a three-hour movie altogether. Right, and then when it's done, if successful, they'll greenlight another show. Right. But they're going to treat it as a case-by-case basis. Simple as that. Yo, I can't believe – I can't believe that where this conversation has ended and that all of these movies that we've seen leaked pictures of and filming on location, they might – that might be it. That, that might, might be, be it. 
And maybe someone, maybe a couple of years from now at a Comic-Con, they sit down at a panel and tell everybody what the story was and all the beats. But unless animatics or something comes out, I mean, that's it. That's it. And wow. There's, yeah, there's already an online movement going on to, to release Black Batgirl. They're releasing it, release it. Like they're trying to do the release the Snyder Cut with, Black, with Batgirl. But the problem with that. No one saw it. There's no expectations. What? You have no leg to stand on. That, that, yeah, I think the problem with that is that people need to realize that the reason the Snyder Cut movement succeeded was because Zack had momentum because of his other movies. And this movie only has the momentum that the studio is willing to give it because of the movie that's supposed to precede it, which is The Flash. Uh, the other thing about the Zack Snyder Cut is don't forget where the world was at. We were in the middle of COVID. And here was a movie that was basically done that the director was able to go back in and fix it. And that movie, even though it did go theatrical, was for streaming. And that's why that movie got its got its thing. And then at a huge budget. And you know what's funny is that movie was also too big of a budget for streaming, but not big enough for theaters. And eventually it did become a theatrical budget. And that movie could have played in theaters, but we got it on that service. And it's funny that they don't want to go even broach those waters with that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is tricky because you get those people questioning, like, does, what does that mean for Justice League 2? Will they ever even consider it? And the answer is, <clears throat> if Zach pitches it as a TV show, as a Game of Thrones-style show, maybe. If he pitches it as a four-hour cut, HBO Max exclusive, 100% no. They will not touch it. Can he pitch them a... a? Can he pitch them a six-hour movie, a part one, part two, both three hours that go theatrically that he films over two years? Possibly. Like a, like a Lord it, of the Rings scenario? If it scenario? goes to th the theaters, it'll happen. If it does not go to theaters, if he pitches it to HBO Max, it will not happen. Bottom line. Which and means that the which also means that the artists that are approaching them, if they're going to be making these DC movies, they need to have in mind a multi-million dollar, 100, 200 plus million dollar budget of what the movie needs to be. Which in terms yeah. of locations and size, that's what it needs to be. Yeah, 100%. Like you, you have to treat it as if you're pitching a movie now. It's no longer... The Disney approach where you pitch, uh, I can pitch this as a miniseries. No. They want it. If it's a tentpole project, it has to be a tentpole project. Right. And we're gonna uh, see we're gonna see some waves this week with the, the investor meeting with all the, the announcements on Thursday. We're gonna see some shit. Do you and, think come Monday of next week we hear three more movies get canceled? Probably. Probably projects we didn't know were even coming. The the fabled Supergirl spinoff project that was supposed to exist after the Flash, that's probably dead in the water. Yeah, the, or or whatever this Wonder Twins, like whatever these movies we've been hearing, like, oh, maybe this yeah. would happen. Like, you just hear, we just get a bunch of, nope, never going to see it happen. Yeah, I know it's gone. But I think, and to kind of round out, a lot of questions coming out with Zack Snyder's Justice League and what's going to happen with that. Zack isn't a first look deal. He can't even talk to the studio until middle of next year. Maybe by that point, the dust will have settled and they'll want to bring him back. To be honest, if you want to know about Zack Snyder's next Justice League movie, you should see how Rebel Moon does. I mean, that yeah. will dictate a lot of things about where he works next. Did I lose you? Nope, I'm still here. That'll dictate what? You, you cut. 
oh, the success of Rebel Moon will dictate where he goes next. Right. If if all of a sudden everything goes really great at Netflix, like his other movie he did at Netflix, and all of a sudden he's like, nope, they let me do my stuff. Like maybe he just doesn't go back at all. Maybe. Mm. The reality is that Zach is on a brief hiatus to film Rebel Moon, and he's not finishing filming until November. And he's also working on a spin-off TV show for Army of the Dead and a sequel to Army of the Dead. And he has to do all of that by this time next year. Right. Or they'll extend his contract till he finishes. Mm. I don't know about yeah. you, but it sounds like Zach is going to be very busy. And if the studio wants to wait two years, they will. But if they don't see the benefit in waiting two years, they won't for a second. They won't even consider it. That won't, that'll be it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they have Henry Cavill, especially if they have Henry and Ben hungry to get back in the waters, maybe they get them a better director, not a better director, a different director that will give them as actors. An available director. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, maybe Ben Affleck finally with the money and the people behind him to make whatever he wants, maybe he finally steps up to the bat, to the plate and knocks it out of the park. Like, we know that Warner Brothers, before, Warner Media had squandered deals, right? With J.J. Abrams, they paid him half a billion dollars and zero projects have come out of it. And that wow. apparently is because, because of creative differences, that he wants to do one thing and they didn't want to do it. And then all of these projects just slowly withered and died. And now Warner Brothers Discovery comes in, and I don't think they're willing to... It's either... Like kind of like shit off, shit or get off the pot kind of a thing. Like, right, right. Either he's going to move forward or they're going to, or that's it. And if they're not, none of these like big shared universe projects are going to exist unless the studio is 100% committed to it being its tentpole success. And they will not commit to it being a tentpole success unless it's kind of, I don't know, it's hard to, hard to describe because I don't for a second think that the previous administration's announcement of a black Superman movie as their answer to why Henry's not coming back is going to be successful. And I'm pretty sure the new studio sees that. Yeah. I, I would assume all of, all of that stuff is all just going to be cut away because why would you make be why would you make unproven audiences when very clearly they want to move forward in a much yeah. different direction? Yeah. And yeah. I think, at, by the time Hamada is done with his contract, by the time uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has their new replacement, um, we'll see exactly where they want to go. But I'm I'm still in the side that either A, they're going to see that the fans are loud and they're powerful and they want to give the fans what they want, which is clearly more Snyder. But if they don't want to wait that long, they may just straight up reboot it. And that would probably be the, the cheapest and quickest approach to fix everything is just to, to wipe... All, let, let the Flash movie be the end of that universe and just start something new. Yeah, and get rid of, I mean, we'll tease it here. Get rid of problematic Ezra Miller. Get rid of problematic Amber Heard. Just kind of lose everybody and start over again with something different. Yeah, but you say a problematic Ezra Miller as there's more to that situation. And we talked about it before with the, the hit pieces put out by other people. Sure. There's some stuff like... Ezra's being targeted just as much as everyone else because that Ezra's project is the last project connected to Zack Snyder. 
Okay, well, let this be a tease then for when we do what's the, <laughs> the what's the problem with Ezra Miller, which will be yeah. behind a paywall. So if you really want to hear that conversation, you'll have to go over and support our Patreon. But uh, Taylor, I will let you know that this was very enlightening, and I didn't realize I didn't realize how brutal this was going to get. And it feels like there's blood in the water, and it feels like there's maybe some more some there's going to be a couple more heads on pikes before this is all over. Hundred percent. Mm. Mm. and like tj brought up this point everything against ezra has basically been debunked because it has but the hit pieces are still coming why the same reason that hit pieces are still coming against Zack snyder someone has it in for them and who's to benefit but all the people that were fired by the studio that's currently in power it's crazy that they're still going after like for all intents and purposes the Zack snyder stuff is over like people are excited about it and there's a community around it but like the project is over everything's done the ink is dried i mean it's it's done so the fact that we want more of it is great but like why are you still going after it why can't it be the a only successful reason they would thing? still logically go after him is if talks and conversations are happening right and they're trying Sway to and they're opinion. trying to torpedo it out of the water yeah. even before it submerges exactly mm. like there it is. But I think that's kind of a good spot to leave it. Like Batgirl took the unfortunate fate of being killed as part of someone else's war. And I would also like to tell Warner Brothers, if you're canceling projects, just cancel whatever the next dumb Harry Potter movie is. Whatever the next animal adventure movie was, they're bad. You got to do oh, something else. No, I heard else a long time ago, a long time ago that that five film arc was so unsuccessful that they were going to wrap it up as a trilogy and sounds like that's where it is. Oh, it's it's what make it a, a Universal Studios exclusive. I don't know what to tell you. Just you got to stop making them. You got to do something else. Let that die on the vine because those movies are atrocious. Yeah, they they talked about uh, that they want to move forward with Harry Potter's universe in a different light, and I think just getting out of that era is probably a good idea. They, I can't believe. They went to a, a property that wasn't even characters. It was a textbook. Like there was so many places. The audience, ask any Harry Potter fan and they'll tell you a million ideas of what they would want to see in that universe. And we got the guy with the platypus and the, and the, and the grasshopper and the other creatures from Kung Fu Panda. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. Tell me how you really feel about that. Doesn't he just have a menagerie of Kung Fu pandas inside of a hat and they all come out? It wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't good. Wasn't my cup but, of tea. Anyways, I think for everyone who is expecting that this is being a sign that the Snyderverse is getting restored, that's not what's happening. This is a studio coming in and basically telling the previous people that their plans sucked. My, my dinner's here. I got to go. I'll be right back. No, no. We can wrap it there. <laughs> Okay, he's getting his pad time now. Can I hear his dog? But I think that's just kind of what it comes down to, everyone, is that this, the project is now dead. Whether or not... Taylor, means... I broke the dog. It's time to end. We got to go. My food's here. Okay. But <laughs> I know a lot of people are coming in here. Yes, Prime, uh, the air coat will be coming. Maybe. Maybe it will. Hopefully it does, because David says it's as done as it ever could be, and I hope it is coming. But if what Discovery did today is any indication, they're not willing to spend money on films for a platform that they are no longer expecting to put films on. So how much of how much more 
to how much money would need to be thrown at that to make that happen. How far much less is, than the Snyder Cut did? Ten million dollars. I mean, is it millions Maybe. of dollars? Okay. Maybe ten million just to finish the editing because the editing was done, the score was done, everything was done. They basically refilmed the, the film. So at this point, it's just dropping it. So maybe we will get it. Hopefully we do. But at this point, I would just... I wouldn't hold on to a lot of stuff right now because there's too many moving pieces in the air. There's too many people at war with each other within the studio. And at this point, blood is in the water and the sharks are coming and we will see what survives at the end. Listen, we... Uh, from this conversation, you're all lucky that you're getting Shazam too and, yeah. uh, and Black Adam. To be honest, if the if the world's biggest movie star wasn't in Black Adam, I don't know if that movie would see the light of day. And yeah. same thing with you know if Shazam didn't do so well. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But thank you all for joining us. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheCultureNerd. Sorry, I had to cough there. That's okay. You can uh, be one of our many supporters on the, the, the overall Patreon. Help us do what we do. Keep the lights on. Keep the videos running. Again, my name is Taylor Murphy. Thank you for being here. My co-host is Michael Santel. I'm sorry, that the pad thai, home, I'm sorry that the Pad Thai hurt the dog and it made everybody bark. I apologize. It's not the best ending to an episode, but this was a very no, good episode. No, no, but it's fine. It's fine. But for, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And for those of you watching on screen, go ahead and scan that QR code and support us. Uh, we will definitely uh, be here a lot sooner uh, than later. It won't be as big as a hiatus as there was the last few weeks. We will try to be back, uh, hopefully, in the coming weeks. We'll try to make this thing weekly, so we'll try to go from there. We got a, a lot of fun stuff planned for you, a lot of new shows coming out the woodwork. But for now, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>